The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. I think your phone's on Oh, is that what's going on here? Saturday, December 19th, 2020. You, you haven't even started drinking yet. Wait till you see this. Live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Tis the season to celebrate the holidays and the new year ahead. And what better way than premium cigars and alcohol? Yeah, let's throw some alcohol in the mix of this mess right here. That's what we're going to do. Do alcohol and cigars really mix? Huh, Ed? You got it. Do they, they mix? Corrected it on the fly. There we go. We'll try two cigars and three whiskeys and really light them up and get lit up. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Now, you guys tried imposing some bullshit ground rules, and I have to tell you, I have a rule myself. So I agree to your rules. I will keep my clothes on. All right. That's the main rule. Now, I have another rule, and All that right. rule is you are uh, sober me is agreeing to this. You haven't had a conversation with drunk me, so if I get drunk, that's drunk me, the contract is null and void. Now, we had a little mm. test last night. <laughs> we practiced last night. You know, you got to, to do this, you got to practice. So I, I, how, many, uh, how many last night? It was four. I mean, it was four reasonably sized shots, except somebody kept pouring half of his in mine. So I did wake up this morning three hours later than I normally do. And my head was pounding. And I think one of the liquors you had last night was over 100 proof. 60, yeah, 60, 60% point something, yeah. 61. It's so ABV, so yeah. that's 120 yeah. proof. Yeah. But it was we, still such a small amount. I mean, it, I didn't feel lit by any stretch last night. I was this all morning, warm. I was like, I was oh. all warm inside. That's for sure. We turned the temperature down here a little bit because we're going <laughs> to warm up. So... Barry, you are the pro. We're going to make you the pro here today. Do we pour the liquor and taste that before we light the cigar, or what do we? So do usually, first? when I go on the on my deck and all, I'll pour the drink, but I'll always go to the cigar first. Mm. I'll start smoking before I start drinking, but I'll have the drink already poured and ready right. to go. So let's get it ready. So we have three different choices here. So we have three different choices today, and we're going to start with the Oban. And the Oban, uh, it used to be somewhat affordable uh but there's a tariff war going on between the uk and, and uh, scotland and all that and the u.s they put a tariff on bourbon so we put a tariff on scotch whiskey okay so because of that this is now retails for 70 dollars and 99 cents and it's from the westland highlands region and it comes from just off the coast 
And Oban is one of the smallest distilleries in Scotland as the company only uses two stills. The ABV is 43%, which makes it 86 proof. And in uh, 2018, at the New York Spirits competition, this won the single malt of the year. And when the company was founded in 1793, they opened the Oban Brewing Company, and their first production was Cowbell Ale. Making Cowbell. It, making it the perfect choice for wow. the cigar authority. Look how we, we yeah. went full circle, huh? All right. You can smell it. So it was a brewing company originally. Originally, yes. We're not tasting it. This is a pretty weak pour. Just huh. saying. Yeah, if you were in a if you were in a bar, you, if I was you in a be- bar, I, I would never go back to that bar again. Really? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a way you're supposed to tilt a glass? Yeah, on, on dram glass. If yeah. you, if you tilt it, it's not even coming close to the rim, so it's not even close to a two ounce pour. All right. If you did this and it went right to the to the end. That would be the right pour. I would think you of all people would be happy with that pour. I'm happy. Okay. I'm okay, but and Barry is unhappy. There's still a whole bottle right here. I'll just put it right in front of Barron's. All right. And he can continue to lush away. And he can, and huh? How about a bar that ends up putting the bottle right next to you after it's over? And that's a problem, too. I think I'll be Ubering on the way home. That. You don't see that outside of Westerns that much, right? Bring the bottle Bring, and leave it. Yeah, yeah. Unless that whole bottle service thing, which yeah, it yeah, was well, after our time. It is. Well, in the club now, they'll bring it with the sparklers, sparkling across yeah, the club. That's not cost much, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So to to match up the cigar properly and do cigars and alcohol really mix, somebody actually mixed it. Well, they didn't mix alcohol. Tell us about the cigar. Well, today's first cigar is the Kalanak, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Hammer and Sickle. Where is it manufactured? The Dominican Republic. Oh, right. Yeah. He's practicing. <laughs> and the size they were lighting up is a 6x50 Toro. It's the only size that the cigar comes in, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Corojo binder, and the fillers consist of 50% peat fire cure tobacco mm. and 50% Corojo. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back twelve sixty nine, while a canister of twelve is one thirty four ninety nine, which comes out to eleven and a quarter per single. It's a savings just over seventeen dollars or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You okay. know when you open a box of latex gloves? Absolutely. <laughs> and you just it's band-aids it smells like a band-aid the cigar itself hold on let me smell inside the foot of it let me check the band-aid flavor wheel brand band-aid too so yeah it has to be band-aid brand dave on the flavor (laughs) wheel where does band-aid that would go under miscellaneous (laughs) (laughs) it's somewhere uh between leather and uh and chocolate don't we need a bizarre segment that that bothers me that it was a improper pour all right um so this comes in a 25% or a 50%. This is the 50%. A um, little overpowering for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not come with a band. You have an unbanded cigar here. We didn't take the band off or buy them without the bands. This is actually how they come. They come in the canister, and there is no bands. There's a little the- sleeve that they're in yeah. that denotes the purple one is the 50%. The red yeah. one is 25 I thought it was blue. 
I have a blue-purple color blindness thing going on. Oh, all right. I can't tell the difference. All right, let's give it a cut and light to see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, in excellence. Excellence. Very happy birthday to Janine Perdomo, who's celebrating Ooh. her birthday on Christmas Eve. That's her. She's a, uh, Is that a Christmas baby, Christmas Eve baby, or whatever it is? Well, my sister was born on Christmas. She's a uh, Christmas baby. All right. That sucks, because no matter what, she's getting the same amount of presents. It's uh, not like there's a special present. Well, here's the thing. When I call her to wish her a happy birthday and a Merry Christmas, I call her, and I say, hey, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. And I hang up. And then I call her back, and I say, hey, Merry Christmas. As long as I do that, she's all set. So she gets two calls on Christmas. How does she feel about uh, you yeah. call and then you hang up? Yeah, I don't know if two calls. You from met you my is family. Winning. She yeah. loves that. Yeah. <laughs> so they do this by burning peat. Yes. In the barn that has the tobacco, they get this tobacco. Fifty percent of the filler is that tobacco. The other fifty percent is Corojo, and that's what happens here. They're taking a drag on it, tastes like band aids. Yeah, mm. it's, it's peat. It's a hundred percent peat. It's on the sweeter, the sweeter Sweet side. Band-Aid? Yeah, it's a sweeter band aid. Yeah, a band aid <laughs> with brown sugar. It's mossy. This is you know number eighty. I think he wore eighty four. This is his cigar. You got mossed. I don't know which. It's one. a sports reference. I okay. figured you We're going to light our cigar today. <laughs> the Lotus Chroma. The Lotus Chroma features a single action, two jets angled off to the sides, mm. so that when you're lighting your cigar, and especially on the relight, you are less likely to drop schmuckus inside the jets when they're off at an angle like this. At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment wheel, and a fuel window, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Lotus Chroma. So tis the season to get lighters or give lighters, and uh, we're selling a lot lot of lighters. And this one has been very popular. It's very sleek. Is is that a gift or a stocking stuffer, or it's your choice? I would say it's... I would say it's both. If both. you're putting it in someone's stocking, it is also a gift. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, this is a nice enough lighter. You could give it as the gift. Right. And I don't think you're getting complaints. Do you do the stocking stuffer? Get a stocking with stuff oh, in the stuff? yeah. I hate it. Yeah, we do that too. It, it's just too much of a pain. I mean, you don't- You got to wrap 30 friggin' little presents. Why can't you just put them all in a box that's shaped you like a sock? You don't have to wrap them. You just stuff them, stuff them in the- Stocking. We don't wrap the no. We don't wrap the stocking ones. I've been doing this wrong my entire life. All right, get with it. But Dave, you're not out shopping for stocking stuffers. So how does this work? Somebody does (laughs) this for you? Yes. Yeah. He has a personal. He has. He has three somebodies that take care of him on this. (laughs) I don't do that. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't like to talk bad about the cigars we smoke, but. I'm not into the taste of peaty scotch, nor am I in the taste of peaty tasting cigars. You either like this or you don't like it. I remember the first time having a peaty scotch with the folks from Davidoff. Jim Young said, hey, I want you to try this. And I smelled it. And I said, what the hell is this? And he said, oh, it's a scotch. And I'm like, it smells funny. It smells like something's wrong with this. (laughs) And uh, it was some high peaty scotch, too. And I was like, why do people drink this stuff? Well, but for the simple it, reason that it, it's delicious. Hmm. Lafroy? So you like yeah. I can't stand Lefroy it. Lafroy good. I'm okay. I, I honestly am not all that 
picky about the brand name or the flavor profile of the scotch. I, there isn't a scotch that I don't like. Hmm. What happens with this is we look at the flavor wheel. You can't peak, find anything? No, the, <laughs> because everything is overpowered with this flavor. If you like this flavor, you got it made. But where is the other taste in here? No, the, all I'm getting is that peat. Yeah, it's almost like if you were to do this again, you'd want to peat maybe the wrapper and put in some higher priming Corojo in the center so that that has a chance to shine. So the problem with, with this was it's 50%. When you get down to 25%, it's much more manageable. It's just too much of this that I'm getting no other flavors other than this. It's early on. We'll see how it ends up going. So, John, haven't had it in a while. If you did it again, you'd be repeating? Ah. Uh, uh, what he did there. So I know lose I, one point in life for that one. So I know when I pair alcohol, I like to pair a complementary beverage with what i'm um, smoking and jonathan last week said that he prefers it to be on the opposite end of the spectrum so that was part of the reason for also choosing oban it only has the slightest i mean the slightest hint of peat it, it has a little it does have a little smoke what i where i'm at now and, I, and a lot of things have changed in this past week as i'm considering what we're doing on the show and getting prepared for we had a fairly large tasting last night that featured four scotches and when the first cigar that we lit up was okay with the first scotch, we got into the second scotch, it was a little fuller bodied. And in a direct comparison, the scotch outshined the cigar. So I played around a little. And if I absolutely did, if I waited an extra 30 seconds to 45 seconds after swallowing and retrohaling the vapors of the scotch, now my palate still had enough of the essence that I could smoke a milder cigar. We had Diamond Crown last night, and I was able to get the pairing to happen and, and have a little bit of flavor magic going on in my palate. So that's the, my new thing, Barrons, is depending on how close they are, if they're both full-bodied and robust, you could smoke closer to your sip. If they're very opposite each other, which I, I think they're going to be close here anyway, but if they're very opposite each other, you just wait a little longer on the uh, the pairing. So I think I was right and he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what you got out of that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. When do we drink this? First, it's a Christmas <laughs> miracle. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I figured we were going to pace ourselves. And well, I want to know. I mean, I'd be halfway through the bottle already if I was home. So now that you've tasted <laughs> the cigar, we've had the things. Now we can mess around. Now we, we can mess around. Right. Cheers. And up yours. Cheers, Barry. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas well, to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Before I take this first sip, I apologize for drunk me. In advance, we should only sip, right? What do you think? You love it? It's a little more burn than the ones we had last night. <laughs> the ones we had last night were starting at $100. <laughs> they went up. It... It's amazing what alcohol does to me, though. Mm. I can feel it in my body going as it's, it's going spreading down, out. warming. Mm. See, and this is a conversation we'll get into more with the bourbon. I think when it comes to scotch, there is more value in the more expensive bottles. I don't necessarily agree with that with bourbon, but I'll, I'll hold off on that until we get to the Evan Williams. So how many years did this stay in the cast? That's 14. 14, 14 years. It's another bad business thing, like like <laughs> like tobacco is. 
you put the stuff in there and you wait 14 years. Then you bottle it. And then after you bottle it, it stops. That's it. If, if you held on to that bottle for another year, it's not 15. Correct. It's still 14. Not good business. No, 14 a, years and with your money. We're talking about that today, right? Yeah, it's not good. So I'm two minutes out from my sip and my puff. And now the peat is coming in. Mm-hmm. And I can taste I can taste that, the note of peatiness from the scotch and also from the cigar. I, don't I think the peatiness in the cigar has dissipated. Now that I smoke the cigar, after if you I go if you go too close, yeah, that's why I said I'm two minutes. Right. I'm two minutes out because I the first sip and puff, it was uh, too. I like the cigar better now, I, and I agree. And uh, you know, two minutes works. I know. I know when you're into something, you go all in, and you, and you spent since the Toscano episode when you finally admitted that there was pairing exists. <laughs> you, you go, you go yeah. all in, but I'm not going to sit here in time two minutes. For me, it's an enjoyment thing. But that is, to me, part of the enjoyment. I am an experimenter. I like to mess around and play around with how I'm doing it. And I got another tasting coming up in January that I have to – I've told them everything I know about tobacco. I've told them everything I know about scotch. I broke out the Pro Palette kit, and we went through every flavor note that was in the scotches, in the cigars. I'm out of stuff, Barry. So I'm going to start mixing music to the. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I'm going to have to about. set up uh, my DJ setup in there and, and play to him. So we would, musically, we would be the perfect pairing for this cigar. Ah, if we're doing pairing, Scottish jig, right? <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> Bag- a little Enya or a little Clanad, Clanad, whatever the name of that band is. I would I would say a uh, like a hip hop jazz would be nice to this. A nice strong downbeat. But hmm. still very chill. Not George Clinton, Parliament Funky. <laughs> that's a little. That's a little too funky. So a little De La Soul. Ah, De La Soul. Very good. Good call. Absolutely. There's the pairing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just warming up, folks. We're just that's warming a up. Maiden name. Uh. So how did alcohol start? The earliest records of distilling of alcohol started where? Italy. 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 In oh, the 13th the, century, actually 1232. With the grappa? Uh, where when it was Dave distilled was from wine. wine. Hmm. So maybe like a grappa type of thing. Uh, used largely for medicinal purposes, such as the treatment of colic and smallpox. The art of distilling then spread to Scotland and Ireland in the 15th century, as did the common European practices of aquavit. Uh, spirit alcohol, primary for medicinal purposes. I practiced that word before. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. So does the alcohol in cigars mix? That's the show today. Wine, beer, cognacs, whiskeys, vodka, gin, tequilas. Do they complement the taste of a cigar or just ruin the overall experience of taste and aroma? That's up to the consumer it's up to the consumer it's how you do it so you could pair anything with anything you just have to be willing to take your time and see what what is complimentary and what is not complimentary so we're all uh have a whole pile of cigars we're doing for the cigar journal Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and if we were to pair if we were to be reviewing a cigar right now i think it would be the wrong thing to do 
Yes, because you're not. But we are. We are asked by Cigar Journal to evaluate the cigars on their own. Yes. So if you are somebody that drinks black coffee with your cigars, and you do that for every single cigar, that's how you do it. There's nothing wrong with that. You drink water. That's how you do it. That's fine. You really shouldn't be adding anything else to that mix. Jonathan, do you know what my favorite pairing is? Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. <sighs> Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Is that a complimentary or an oppositional pairing? Butter on a Pop-Tart. What kind of Pop-Tart are we talking? Strawberry. Strawberry. You get a little tartness, which would be a little um, acidic with the fat from the butter and the salt in the butter. That's going to equal delicious. Mm-hmm. It's per- it is perfect. Yeah, Aaron Aldridge on the MeWees uh, mm. <laughs> sent a picture this morning that he was having butter on a Pop-Tart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I think I'll do that Christmas morning. Yeah, you should. What says Christmas better than that? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Um, so what is um, what pairs best and why? According to Beautiful Booze, which is a... Um, Website that's out there that thinks they know everything, like the Cigar Authority, it's, but the booze version Just of it. Just know it all. Yeah. Uh, the best spirit that can work for cigar pairings are tequilas, rums, and whiskey, they say. You, you, you buying that? Yeah, I'm not a tequila drinker, but I know many people who do pair it with tequila, yeah. so I, I buy it. And they say some spirits that they do not recommend are gin, gin, <laughs> gin vodka, uh, because they can't be complementary of the flavors of a cigar. Well, in the case of gin, which is really uh, the first flavored vodka, but you have such strong in- intentional flavors, the juniper, the, you get that pine. Your botanicals? Correct. So you end up pushing your palate way too far to be able to pick up the subtleties in smoke. Whereas in the case of scotch, in the case of regular bourbon, whiskey, or rum, the flavor notes that you're going to get are similar to what you would experience in a cigar. Well, one of the best pairings I ever had was the Moscow Mule, which had the hammer and sickle vodka in it, and that was birch beer. Ginger beer. Ginger, ginger beer, beer. Ginger beer. And lime. Boy, that was delicious. You, you liked the pairing because it was delicious, not because it did anything for the cigars. Ginger beer isn't necessarily a bad well, pairing and vodka with has a cigar. All, vodka is a tasteless... It's pretty neutral. At the point you're putting ginger beer in it, it's not tasteless anymore. So now ginger beer along with the cigar. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, the Moscow Mule was the signature drink at my wedding, and it was provided by the late, great Eric Hansen. Mm. It was good. Yeah. I mean, if it was at Barry's wedding, it's legit. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Jonathan wouldn't know he left before that happened. I had a gig Uh, I had to go to. Because I was supposed to be hired to DJ your wedding, and you bailed on me. I, f- you know, I was looking for a little home team discount. Did Did you hire a real DJ instead, Barry? No, I just set up a playlist, which a uh, playlist which Dave complimented me on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. good stuff. Yeah, there were all of a sudden better. some some obscure stuff that I loved, and I said, "Wow, shock that's in the air." And better than my DJ would do. No, no, no. You, my DJ right now is doing some mashups. Yes, is I what am. he's been doing, <laughs> and. Uh, some unbelievable things, but he's cheating. He's used computer generated stuff. Not cheating. <laughs> so you don't want any digital in in your DJing. I like to see the guy working. Why stand there and have to manipulate the record? An actual 
analog Be- record. Now it's an art form at that point. And, oh, and it's a huge, uh, it's a huge thing again. Everybody's buying vinyl. Uh, vinyl. I mean, I was speaking to somebody the other day that his son wanted a copy of Eric Clapton Unplugged on vinyl. Hmm. I'm thinking about pressing a couple of my mashups just to have them be able to give them out to people on a 45, you know, with a digital copy as well, but. Yeah. But they have to have the record player at that point. Or they can just start a collection of my mixes on vinyl. My mixes. All right, let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day right now. And the Don Raphael offer of the day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? I'm going to switch it up a little bit today. Shoot it. It's what would you pay? Ooh. Ooh. And that is for the COVID-19 vaccination today two doses right i get the full treatment you get whatever you want <laughs> i could get three if i want yeah all right now they, they're choosing right now who they're picking and we were talking about this earlier today that the people in the nursing homes and the first responders and politicians are the first people to get this and that's who's getting it right now and then it's going to move on to the good news is, and we've been working at this barrier our whole life. Yes. The obese. <laughs> yeah. The obese. They are they are segment two. <laughs> yeah, we, we're getting in. And one one A is nursing home. One B is anybody over sixty. Two is people with a pre-existing condition, including obesity. <laughs> Winning. Hello. So now, does this mean that the two of you are officially off your diets until you get the I, shot? I think I got to lose another hundred fifty pounds before I'm no longer so considered we don't, obese. We don't have to worry. I don't think I have to worry about it either. Um, but you skinny guys, especially, uh, you may have a long way to end up doing this. You're phase four, which a phase three is the prison population. <laughs> so you're after prisoners. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And I'm not going to get it for free. So I'm oh, certainly one not of them? paying for it. You're one of them? Yeah. I'm not taking it. Because I was going to say, what they it's a free thing. But what if they allowed people to jump in? And pay, and the money goes to the government or something. And if it was like five thousand dollars, would you pay to no. say, "Do it to me now"? No, and, and it's over. I'm not taking it. You're the wrong person. Are I you asked. scared of the vaccine? Yeah, yeah. They just gave it a pence. It's got to be fine. The only person scared was the guy administrating it. <laughs> he was shaking. He <laughs> had a bad case of the shakes. Is that because he knew how five thousand dollars, Ed Sullivan? Would you pay five thousand for the no. shot today? I'll wait. A thousand? No. Really? No. I mean, I'm. I'll get it, but I'd like but a you few would... people to try it first, and I don't go anywhere. But if you're gonna have to wait till March before you get it, you're not paying in advance to three boost months. yourself up. No. Nothing. Too cheap. Five hundred it... bucks. You wouldn't even do it. 50 maybe oh god barry yeah maybe 50 or 100 but i'm all right waiting i'm I'm phase two which is january end of january beginning of february i can wait a month i pay right now i'd be surprised if those timelines hold i doubt they will how much would it suck like a week before you schedule to get it you get it and it kills you i'd I'd pay right now how much would you pay i'd pay five thousand yeah if there's any doctor out there, <laughs> a little side, little side thing. little side deal. Yeah, just giving me now and end this thing. I'm around a lot of people, and you'd think by now, so knock on wood, everything's been okay, but cheers. 
Hey, you're going to need it to travel, and I plan to do some traveling this year. So I just won't travel. Out of the country. Within the country, you should be fine. But I want to travel. I want to get back to regular life. You got to you go to Italy. Really travel I, then. I was supposed to go to Italy. Didn't go. You were supposed to go to I'm Italy supposed two to be years. In the Dominican Republic. Was two years to go. in a row, both times it got canceled. You shouldn't book the third trip. The universe is telling you not to go to third, Italy. Third time the charm. No, no. Third time the charm. Third time the plane crashes. Just stay out of the plane. Are we supposed to have a little more of this, or we move on to the next uh, thing after? We're in here a break, so we'll move on to the next thing. All right. So, uh, you know, we're on uh, MeWe and all that stuff, and I told you, look out for, um, we had a little bump in the road today because we couldn't get on Facebook Live at the beginning. But we got we're on. We're okay. We're okay. I thought this was it, and I told you December 18th. Today is December 19th, so whatever's happened, happened, and we had a little bump in the road at the beginning of it. So those that were on YouTube, you saw us before the show even started. Just hanging around. Hanging out. Panicking. So you saw what that is, but uh, shit's happening. So, so we're we're at the stage of Dave's drinking where he starts to talk faster. Yes, I've noticed <laughs> that. So one more shot, yes. and he's going to slow way down. No, what I'm doing is already losing my, my placement. <laughs> I'm one shot in, I'm already losing Which placement. Which one are we going with, Baron? So we in going- the second half hour, we're going to go to the bourbon. All yeah, right. we'll wait till we come back from break. Okay. But how about mixed drinks, mixing with cigars? Is it always got to be straight booze? Because straight booze is too strong for me. I want a mixed drink. Uh, I want something like that um, Godfather cocktail we had with the Toscano. Mm. That was good. It was cherries. and Now, but that's a very full-flavored cigar that you're pairing it with. The cigar can stand up to having a little more going on in the drink. We had um, rum we're having later, rum and coke. What, what, yeah, Calibra? The, what do they call that in, in Cuba? Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Libre. I think it's a Cuba Libre. Coke. Yeah. yeah, I think the sugar of the Coke just is, is too much. But that's you know, let's be personal. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather not pair. But you know, I, I mm. see a pairing with maybe a Manhattan, which is bourbon based. Uh, but but it's just booze in a Manhattan. Yeah. right? Barry doesn't want any adulteration. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm looking for something to be in there. How well, about- isn't a Manhattan the maraschino cherry juice along with the bourbon? I, I, I believe so. It's I'm like not a, a dirty bartender. martini, but yeah. it's with bourbon. bourbon. Vodka and, and orange juice. Screwdriver. Screwdriver, no. I think the the acidity from the uh, orange juice. Orange juice doesn't go in. Anything anyway. you can't do right after brushing your teeth, I think, is out. <laughs> really? <laughs> how, how about um, Calor and milk? What's the sombrero? Ah, it's like a hot chocolate. It's yeah. okay, I think. I mean, I could see you drinking that with, say, a, a Padron, which is very chocolatey. Um, so maybe certain cigars, Kulu and So you're trying to match it up? I mean, yeah. Thing. If you're a woman, that's uh, not a man's drink. No. You could have a white Russian that has vodka in mixed with it's the Still two. not very manly. No? No. Well, I thought we talked about manliness. Bailey's and coffee? Is that manly? No. No? No. This now, is barely now right if you here. Throw a, you throw a little Jameson in there and you turn it into an Irish coffee, you, that changes the game. Anytime right? you involve brown liquor, manly. Anytime there's a cream base, not manly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I See, I disagree because Irish coffee is a manly drink. Yeah, if you drink it black, like a man. Yeah, with a little bit of Jameson and sure. a little bit of, um, some people make it with Bailey's, some people don't. Yeah, uh, go don't go Bailey's because you... Every drop of Bailey's you put in is one less manly drop that you have in your drink. So you say milk is not manly. Correct. What if you get it right from the tap? 
Your wife just had a baby. Manly. Is that manly? See, that's manly. It's also hot. <laughs> Is this an option? It, it, does, it does a body good, right? <laughs> All right, let's, let's take the drinking aside. Let's talk about the cigar. Kalanok, 50% Pete. This is the Kalanok 50 from Hammer and Sickle. For, for me, it's way too peaty. This is a cigar that 100% improves with a proper pairing to take away some of the peaty. But for me, it's, it, it did too, improve it's too peaty. Yeah, there's a 25% version of this also. Bigger seller than the 50%. They were talking about a 75%, Oof. 100% mm-hmm. that was going to come. And they stopped at 50 because they said, oh, my God, that became too peaty mm-hmm. at 50 if uh, if you took a walnut out of the shell and, it, mm-hmm. and it's intact and you smoked that walnut with the peat smoke, that's what I'm getting here. The so, smoked walnut. Translation is Jonathan likes peat and nuts. Peat's nuts. In his mouth. Peat's nuts. I have a feeling that you had that written down somewhere. You were going <laughs> to find a way to work that in no matter what. He's been working on it. Um, all right, let's go to break. When we come back, we have the Camacho bar set to give away. And um, we have a new prize to offer that ties into this cigar very nicely. Two more alcohols, one more cigar, and an expected mess to come. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Sound stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. 
So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Speaking of the Cigar of the Year, next week we're going to reveal that. We are back. We're smoking the Kalanok 50 by Hammer and Sickle, and we're drinking. Does cigars, smoking, and alcohol really mix? Uh, It improved this cigar, I'll say that. Um, How about podcasting and alcohol? Does that really mix? I think we've proven that it doesn't. No. uh, I think our listeners would disagree. (laughs) And is it true, like on radio, you're not allowed to do that? It's illegal. Uh, I don't know because uh, the 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 show on Z one hundred every morning in the summer they have uh, 
They have a uh, bartender from Fire Island, like this 60-year-old super flamboyant guy, and he makes the Friday cocktail, and it's aired, and he has the bottles right there. Yeah? So I don't know. I had heard that before, but as far as you know, uh, Ed, on podcasting, we can do this, right? Absolutely. This is the wild, wild west still. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, So somebody in the chat room had asked about uh, how to contact my or get in touch with my mixes. I'm on SoundCloud. As Mr. Period Jonathan, Mr. Period J O N A T H A N. And uh, that's how you can get the mixes. And I'm starting to post my mashups, not just my hour long sets where it takes me a month to put the set list together, get everything in key and bang it out. Whereas the mashups I can do in six or eight hours and pull off. uh, You you drop them in MeWe? I just dropped it in MeWe. MeWe. Wow. So go to MeWe. You'll find the Cigar Authority. There it is. And we'll throw stuff on there. We're trying to build a community over in MeWe because I am quite certain we're going to be off of <laughs> Facebook. I think they're going to throw us off. Yeah. We're back there, but it just the they already threw them. us off. They already threw us off. I got a gut mm. feeling that they're not going to allow this show. And we have a really interactive chat. It's really easy to get a hold of us on there and... It's just it's it's become like a little bit of a family. Yeah, you were against it at the beginning. Oh, coming 100%. around, I'm enjoying yeah. it way more than yeah, Facebook. Yeah, coming right around, now. coming around. All right, next drink. Let's get to it. What are we doing? All here? All right, guys? we're going to move to the bourbon. So today's second beverage that we're going to pair up with the Kalanak Fifty is Evan Williams Single Barrel Bourbon, and it retails for twenty nine ninety nine. And Good to me, bottle. this bourbon proves that if you're paying over fifty dollars for a bourbon, sixty dollars if you're in a tax state. You're paying way too much. I mean, you Pappy Van Winkle people, you're you're just doing it to show off, and it's not that good of a bourbon. Mm -hmm. This is a five-time winner of Whiskey of the Year, something that the super high-end stuff haven't done. And it's the first Kentucky distiller. It's from Bardstown, Kentucky. And this one offers up a little bit more notes that are a little bit more – Fruit and vegetal. Uh, it's way sweeter than the Oban was. A little vanilla on the aroma. And this was, by the way, this was bottled in 2012, so there's eight years in it. And it comes from... they the Eight years after bottling. Uh, no, eight years after put in uh, oak barrels. It was put in oak barrels in 2012. Okay. And it just switched over to 2012. Three weeks ago, the bottle I had bought was a 2011. Uh, 2011. Okay. It smells a lot stronger. It's uh, 0.6 stronger. It's 86.6 proof or 43.3 ABV. You know what I saw them doing last night is they get a little cap of water. First, they try it straight. Mm-hmm. Then they put a cap of water in it. They say open it up, but also drop the alcohol content by doing that. I, I usually drive my bartender crazy. I usually ask for one cube. Just so over time, as All it right. melts, it opens it up a little bit. Banana much, chips. Much stronger. Banana <laughs> chips. You're out of your mind. <laughs> what? Banana chips. You're one of those people who just taste alcohol, just like some people just taste smoke and cigars. You've got to get your mind, and you can do it, get Banana it past chips. the alcohol. And go find the banana chips on this next next sip. Do it. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. There we go. What what? Remember the guy last time? Not this one we did last night. The time before, and it was caramel or something like that in there. No butterscotch, butterscotch, and oh my god, it was there. So Evan Williams says that this particular one has uh, notes of oak, honey, 
apple, and oranges. Doesn't mention banana. But chips. I, I, I could, I could see. Yeah, yeah, have you ever, have you ever dined in the Dominican Republic at the place on the top of the mountain? Yes, Camp, and, uh, Day, Camp David. Camp David, and they have uh, banana chips, like uh, dry cured yes, like potato yes. chips. Yes, I get a little bit of that from the really. Road. Yeah, when he mentioned it, it took me right to Camp David. Those are plantains. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to put a drop of water in this. Is that okay? Yeah. No more than a cap. I'll do the same. Yeah, and it should change the flavors. Not only will it make it a little less strong, but it should change the flavors dramatically. It's almost syrupy. That's how thick this this is. Hmm. Um, yeah, and at thirty bucks, this is a uh, huge value for a bourbon. Dave Jim Collison says he wish he came for this show. Mm. <laughs> um, more peppery now that there was water in it. Some people on the on the YouTube chat are saying, how about eggnog in cigars? Eggnog. Not a which good Which is a creamy nah. base. <clears throat> no, nah, I mean. It's got spices in it. It's you got- know, the espresso has a little bit of foam on it, and a, a lot of old school people would take their cigar and. Creme, yeah. Yeah, take the creme. Yeah. Maybe taking the creme from uh, from eggnog, but I, I would never pair it. With the cinnamon or, or with nutmeg. Nutmeg, <laughs> sure. Nutmeg. You're just introducing flavor. And I. Uh, uh, you may like that. You may like the way it tastes, but when you you have too many flavors going on, it's going to overpower. It's going to t- either take something out of the cigar, or it's going to add something to the overall experience, which may not be positive. I would start off with a sip of something. Peppermint not, schnapps. No way. <laughs> no way. No. No. Too much. Too one one dimensional strong how, of peppermint. How about Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Is that a beer? No. Fortified wine. Oh, no, probably not. Hot chocolate? I've done it. I've had hot chocolate with, with hey, a cigar. Hey, you see the new thing that's out there now? The bomb? Hot chocolate bombs? Yeah, my wife just bought a whole bunch of those for her girlfriends for Christmas. Did they explode? Her friends and a girl. I don't want anybody to think my So they're around, around, somehow stuck together chocolate form. Mm-hmm. And then you pour the hot water or hot milk it just over melts it, in there. melts out, and then marshmallows, little marshmallows are inside. They and float they to the float top. to the top, and it's an unbelievable looking huh. performance. And nice I, I heard it's delicious, but hmm. I never tried it. It's but you, liquid talking. chocolate, of course, it's delicious. Yeah, Jonathan, tell Santa Dave wants to try that. <laughs> Laurie, <laughs> <laughs> she's listening. You just get him a chocolate bomb, please. Chocolate bomb. Add that to his uh, stocking. I didn't try it. We they were at the house, but uh, like six bucks for hot chocolate. Six bucks a, a bomb. What? Yeah. Get him a bath bomb while you're at it too. Yeah, it's like a bath bomb, <laughs> yeah. but it's hot chocolate, <laughs> but right? It's hot chocolate. Yeah. Jonathan likes a bath bomb once in a while, right? I'm not. I'm honestly not big into baths. The last time I took a bath was in Las Vegas. In 2012, at the trade show, you were going out to dinner, I believe, with the Perdomos. I had the night to myself. I got he wasn't invited. something. <laughs> I wasn't invited. <laughs> I got something at the buffet and went up to my room and drew a hot bath and just soaked, and it was terrific. So why don't you do it more often? Ah, you got to wash the tub out. It just it was a clean tub. It was one of the ones where they had a stand-up shower and a tub separate. Yeah. So no one had been in the tub. It was great. Hmm. Problem with me in a bathtub is I put the you can't water. Can't predict the water. 
<laughs> it's like me and my wife are going away for her 50th birthday. You put birthday two caps of water and it's overflowing. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's with this? <laughs> I, I, so me and my wife are going away for her 50th birthday in March, and she's like all excited that there's a hot tub. And I'm like, you realize... I'm coming too, so it's a bath for one. Right. <laughs> if I'm in there, you're not getting in there. Let's face it. Take turns. That's so true. Uh, Barry did another hundred point rating, and the first third was a hundred and two. It was a solid. I was going one hundred two. I'm smoking that first third. I'm like, this is it. What happened? This is the one hundred two. It lost the sweetness. It was still a phenomenal cigar, but if it stood sweet like that all the way through, it might have been a one hundred four. <laughs> and this is now your fourth, third or fourth? Yeah, three of which come from the same um, company. You know, three of them come from Selected Tobacco. One comes from Padron. But the Byron Veneciano, which you had mentioned to me last was week. unbelievable. That the wrapper was a little bit darker than usual. Yeah. And I, and I lit him up. And if you order them now from twoguyscigars.com, Pretty much the entire batch that we have has that little bit of a darker wrapper. Yeah. Very much like this cigar does. This is they yeah. say it's Ecuadorian shade, but this is Ecuadorian dark. But that, that Veneciano, mind blowing. Yeah. That's a torpedo one. Unbelievable. And you're getting beat up already of across course. the world on this. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. But you're talking how many fourteen, fifteen years you've been doing this? Mm-hmm. And you got four one hundred rated so yeah. far? That's not too terrible. That he smokes an awful lot of cigars, folks. I'm telling yeah. you. And Listen, I, I want to beat Barry up about it. And this particular one, I got to get his back on because I smoked it when it first came in. I couldn't not smoke it. You brought it to me. Hmm. I didn't even ask for it. Hmm. All you walked up and I'm like, oh, I lit really? it. I lit it first of all. I got about an inch in and I said, Dave has to smoke this and brought it to him. He smoked it and said to Oliver, have you seen the new Venecianos that are coming in? Yeah. Oliver's selling them, but he didn't see them. So Oliver comes downstairs, and he had to have one for market research. And then <laughs> Dave got, because it was the next day, Dave got jealous of Oliver's market research, and he smoked another one. Back I've never seen him I've never seen him go back-to-back days on any Anything. cigar, let alone a Byron. Hmm. Really? So I got to get Barry's back on this. Anyone that says that's not a 100-rated cigar, you didn't smoke it, or you're suffering from a severe case of sour grapes. And that's coming from me. I want to beat him up. It's great. It's great. So what are you saying? I I agree 100% with Barry. I'm not saying that at all. And you know what? Maybe I'm going to disclose a little (laughs) too much information when I work. You're kind enough that, you know, due to FDA regulations, we can no longer get them free. But we get a significant, significant discount. I smoked another one last night that I was taking home. So the discount wasn't there in, in spades. And I got news for you. I'm probably going to buy another one today before I leave. So it's not just bullshit. Ooh, great, it was that cigar. good. Great to go. So it's worth more to you than, say, a COVID vaccine. Yes. If you had the choice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, if I was next in line for the shot, I wouldn't give up my spot in the line for a Veneciano. Yeah. But after I got the shot, I would buy a Veneciano. <laughs> there we go. Out of celebration. So we see whiskey barrels used to age tobacco. There must be something to it, right? That they here. Peat is being added to a cigar, and then you have companies that put that age tobacco in uh, whiskey casts or whiskey barrels. Um, How much of that is marketing, though? Because once you light... You, of all people, saw the reason for it. I, I understand, but the real reason why is because you get a good seal, and because of the pressure, you get an additional couple fermentations on those wrappers. And the color evens out. Color changer. Most of the most of the benefits that happen from those barrels are because it's a barrel and pressure. It is not because the barrels once held a specific bourbon. Because once you light it, 
you don't taste the bourbon. Right. What right. about uh, with Kit Kats? Yes. Japan, they announced some barrel, barrel aged, aged Kit, Kit Kats. Which we have not tried yet. Which no. We have to try because that actually puts our two worlds together. Right. We need to do that. Uh, there was a limited release cigar called Second Growth where the boxes were wine barreled. They were using wine barrels and aging the cigars in the wine barrel and used it as the box. You remember the cigar? Yeah. Did you ever have it? Oh, yeah. You had it, Barry? Yeah, I thought it got better with age on it than when it first came out, but yeah. It, it just kept getting better or better or worse or worse, however you thought about <laughs> yeah. wine yep. and cigars. And we didn't talk about wine and cigars. Does that mix? Yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, we had somebody in the in the chat room saying that he enjoyed a, a nice uh, red wine with a Padron. Um, so, it, you know, it, if it works for somebody, I'm sure it works for others. All right. How about alcohol-infused cigars? When you actually infuse mm. the alcohol into it, the first one out there ever was Napoleon's Dream. And that was Edgar and Jack Dacamanji that did it here in New England. And they did it with rum and cognac, and they actually put the finished cigars in an environment where it absorbed. Yeah, you dry the cigars aroma. out a little bit, yeah. and then through osmosis, you absorb the yep. essence. Kalua did it with Drew Estate. Later on, that um, Kalua cigar doesn't exist anymore. Is now Tobacco Special. Right. Um, Ted Cigar does lots of it with bourbons, Grand Marnier, single malt scotches, Maker's Mark is the most famous mm-hmm. for. So you know that. Um, Victor Sinclair does it with spice rum, amaretto, zambuca, even vanilla vanilla vodka. Interesting. Toscano does it with grappa, anise. What do we think of that process? I think, think, again, it's not so much about the flavoring because you could achieve those flavorings through other means. It's the exact same way that we're doing this one. Remember last, is doing it, but what we it. learned last night is that uh, cask strength is considerably higher at 60 plus yeah. as far as the ABV, alcohol by volume. And the reason the alcohol is that level is because that's how the spirit can con- communicate with the barrel flavor-wise. If it was at the 43% that the Oban is right now, the thing could be in there for 30 years and you're going to have slight color variations that happen. But it, the higher alcohol allows that transference. When you're talking about infusing a cigar, you're dealing with higher humidity, and the fact that you have alcohol in that environment, I believe, makes it so that it is safer for the cigar as far as the things that happen with overhumidification. Well, I'm going to tell you my problem that I have with it, why I dislike any of that option that's happening. It's the same reason why I dislike flavored coffee, vanilla coffee or any kind of coffee that has any additive to it, the whole thing I want to taste is the flavor of the coffee. Right. Because coffee is a flavor. Cigar is a flavor. It, to, these tobaccos have a flavor. Adding anything to it now has taken away or overpowered the flavor these of these tobaccos. I want to taste tobacco flavors. And all these things in the wheel are in tobacco flavors. Right. But... Are you picking up any of the flavor wheel within the the uh, Kalanok fifty? Well, I got walnut. So, so the Kalanok changed for me dramatically. If you take a sip of the bourbon and then take a puff of the Kalanok, you don't notice any of the peat until the finish. Yeah, 
And it, to- it totally changes the cigar for me because it's not peat forward. Absolutely. And, and that's what happened on the first one, too, that I smoked a cigar before and I taste the peat so strongly. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Oban. Then I smoked a cigar and the peat was dissipated. But it complemented it where this almost cancels it. Like, I, yeah. no, I noticed the peat more with the old bond. Granted, it was still less yeah. potent than if we were just smoking the cigar. Now but the bourbon out. cancels it out until the finish. So really what the cigar is good for is if you don't like peat, you smoke the cigar while you're drinking peated scotches. You cancel out the peat, and you're all set. No, you got peat on, <laughs> on the scotch. No, the, you take a puff of the cigar, take a sip of the scotch. You got to deal with the peat for it. 0.8 seconds. Yeah. Boom. And now you've got an unpeated cigar and an unpeated scotch. Is only scotch peated? Is there other whiskeys that are peated? No, just not that Scotland. I'm aware of. Yeah, not yeah. that I'm aware of. They're the of. only ones doing this ridiculous. And it depends peat. on the region. Certain regions of scotch have absolutely no peat whatsoever. All right. Uh, Camacho, big ass fuel cabinet. We were giving that away, right? There it is there. Those that are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, uh, we're going to give it away right now. And these are the people that made a purchase of Camacho last week. And one of them is going to win right now. That's a good prize. It's a great prize. And this is uh, Kobe Taylor from Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Congratulations. Kobe Taylor from Portsmouth. Any idea? No. Uh, no. You know, it's Christmas. A week before Christmas, a mail order. I don't remember anybody's order. Yeah. So, so Kobe, I'm going to take the piece of paper from yeah. Jonathan. He's got an AOL account. I thought I was the only one. And I'll reach, that. I'll reach out to you Monday, and uh, we'll get this uh, pro- the Camacho Prize out to you. Beautiful. Nice. I like his email address. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I like his email address. <laughs> All right, we have a new prize to offer. Uh, Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's uh, next prize is the hammer and sickle set, and it includes a pair of uh, dram glasses branded with the uh, the Kalanok logo, a hammer and sickle lighter. That is not just any lighter. That is a flint jet lighter. Dual yeah. jet. That is badass. Totally. Um, a crystal, at least I believe it's crystal, ashtray that has a plaid scotch um, motif about it and the coolest cutter although it might not exactly be 100 percent functional because uh, it is functional i the, have it because awesome. of the girth of it it's a big it's awesome. freaking cutter. yeah that's, uh, you a, can't ta- put, you can't, that's a table cutter. yeah you can't put that in your pocket yeah uh, but it's one of the coolest cutters on the market and uh, same thing, if you uh, you buy three hammer and sickle cigars, you'll get one entry. doesn't have to be the Kalanuck. doesn't have any to be any sickle. hammer and sickle. And uh, you buy a box, you're going to get 10 entries. And the cutoff will be 3, p- will be 3 p.m. on uh, Christmas Thursday. Eve. Thursday. Christmas Eve. Right, which yeah. is Thursday. 3 p.m. Christmas wow, Eve. Wow, so it's a very we, short window here. Yeah, we close uh, 3 o'clock on Christmas yeah. Eve, so we're going to shut it off for mm. Christmas Eve so I could have the paperwork with me for the show on Saturday. You're going to leave the comment, Hammer. Hammer. So okay. you just buy three cigars, you write Hammer in the in the comment, you're going to get 
entered in. Let me tell you, not all that many people in these. Your odds are very, very good. Yep. But if you buy a box, you're, you're 10 in and you got a good, really good shot. Really good shot. And you all got good shots anyway. So as we said, we're going to give something away every single week in December. So we'll have uh, one more week next week mm -hmm. to give something away. And that'll be the end of uh, the prize giveaway Dave, for... Andy Sanchez says the Japanese peaked some whiskeys as well as some USA distilleries. Probably very... Ah. Probably well, microbe distillers. Yes, and the those would still be in the scotch section mm -hmm. in the liquor store, at least in the New Hampshire liquor store. They have the Japanese whiskey section and the American whiskey mm -hmm. section that are done in the style of scotch. So you're going to – that's still – to me, that's still a scotch. And, and there are some great Japanese whiskeys Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I think yeah, next time we do this, right now. next time we do this, I'm going to bring a Japanese whiskey. Well, yeah, what, what try about, to get uh, Yamasaki 18 because they're only $1,500 a bottle. Yeah, that's not mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. Ten years ago, that scotch was $90. We do it for the Chinese New Year. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll bring Japanese uh, whiskey on Chinese New, New Year. Year. Sure. Yeah. And as close as we can get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then uh, some Irish whiskey on St. Patrick's Day. There's ah, a lot of different Irish. I can now. certainly bring. I think 2020 uh, is the year of drinking. <laughs> I think I, I think I might that? be able to get some proper 12. So can That's you? My favorite can of you the dip, Irish whiskey. Here's the question: Can you dip your cigar? Well, you can. You, you can. just shouldn't. You know, it's going to be the argument of cello versus not cello. If it works for you, just do it. Let's no. a, let's address the more important question: Is that Dave just asked that question like the drunk guy at the bar? <laughs> he said it three times. Can you? Can you can you dip? Should you can you dip your cigar in the? And from my experience, more people who drink cognac will dip versus other alcoholic beverages. I get a problem with dipping because the pectin already dissolves in saliva. You add alcohol to that, and now you're just guaranteeing your cigar is going to come. You got a wet cigar? You. Don't do it. Yuck! Don't do it. Just yuck. Smoke the cigar. Wet your lips with it if you want. And then you smoke the cigar. I think that's called taking a sip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> <laughs> with concerts canceled around the world, musicians have entered the condiment game. First it was Alice Cooper, and now Motley Crue have released their own brand of hot sauces. Ranging from mild to wild side, these might be just what Dr. Feelgood ordered. The band assures you that these hot sources aren't the same old situation, and they may kickstart my heart, but I wonder if the hot will have me shout at the devil. Motley Crue and hot sauce, I could have done without you, but maybe I'll try it at 6 a.m., and that's not only insane, it's asylum. A lot if, of people. Aerosmith years ago. Yeah, but... If you're not a fan of Motley Crue, you didn't get that, but... Yeah, no, I, I saw where you were going, but I was just thinking Red Hot Chili Peppers need... Yes, sauce. you would Why think. Not? Mm -hmm. I Why think wouldn't? they should do something like uh, like a cream sauce or something like off the wall, <laughs> and it has no spice in it whatsoever. Uh, upcoming shows little... on the Cigar Authority next week will be our last show of the year, December twenty sixth, and we will announce the cigar of the year. Uh, tune into that; you're going to hear uh, 
what the real cigar of the year is. Contenders, you the, have them. When did the voting end? It, deadline? It, it ends on, uh, what is it, the 22nd? Yeah, twenty third. Hurry up! Yeah. Get it in the next couple of days or so. We got to order a trophy. We got work we got to do. Counting to so do. So yeah. I've been sending Dave the votes, and yeah. it started off where everything was within one or two votes yes. of each other. There is one cigar that has started to pull away, yes. but there's still time to get your vote in. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's pulling away. Uh, January second, uh, Manuela Noah is coming on the show. Uh, Master Blender from. Uh, La Aurora and uh, Leon Amenez cigars, and uh, he's coming up with a brand new cigar that is the first time he ever blended a cigar quite like this cigar. Yeah, and it'll be featured in the care package in January, and the reason why I'm sharing it, it's the 107 Nicaragua, by yeah. the way. There have been delays in December with the care package. There are still people in the Indiana uh, Northwest Chicago and Michigan area that still have not received their care package hmm. from last month. from last month, and oh it's basically because the Indianapolis distribution center, which I shared a video with on Facebook and the CigarAuthority.com, as well as the Detroit distribution center, are total chaos. <sighs> if January gets there considerably late, we will change the way we're doing the care package stop uh, moving it up but just ahead. in case support it's, your local it's a december it's it's a christmas issue yeah. and it's COVID 19 and it's christmas yeah. and we have every excuse in the world it's not us it's not barry uh the stuff went out to us on time yep um and usually everybody gets it so just 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 in case support your local brick and mortar buy yourself a la aurora nicaragua 107 just in case your care package gets there a little bit late. There we go. So Manuel Anoa, we'll have him on via Zoom and have him on. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we, we wanted to have him here uh, in person, but uh, we can't do it. And then January 9th, uh, the 2021 Firecracker announcement with Oliver Nouveau. He's coming on. He's going to tell you what the Firecracker mm -hmm. is for 4th of July coming up. And uh, also... Uh, all kinds of things happening with United Cigar, what they have coming up. I am buzzed, just so you know. Yeah, you are. We can tell. Really? Yeah. And so it's just Oliver. I'm not disappointed, but the manufacturer won't yeah, make it. Maybe we can do a little. I think little you should thing. work on it just, All right. just in case Oliver doesn't come All right. through. All right. All right. Uh, a lot of plans for, for that show. Lots of plans coming up uh, in the future. Um, I, I put a little thing out there. Uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, yeah. coming on the show. Uh, what do we have? January 23rd. <laughs> You've been studying baseball all week to get I'm ready, I'm not right? going to ask the same shit everybody else is going to ask. <laughs> so same baseball are we going to go strictly sports or are we going to go COVID in sports or are we going to go strictly cigars? I say cigars. and, and I mean, it's and, not called the Sports Authority. That's a store. If, if anybody has anything, send it to Jonathan uh, in the contact us page of what you would want us to ask David Ortiz. But I don't want to be one of those guys no. to ask him the same old questions that's been said a hundred times. Nor does he want to freaking answer that same shit, too, right? Yeah. Dave, uh, Ed Santa Maria, the buyer for two, yeah. that I shared with you something that El Artista sent us. Yes. Is something, without telling what it is, will we have a giveaway for that episode? Yeah. So there's this phenomenal giveaway that we're going to have during that show, and make sure you watch it live. Yeah, yeah. So is it a car? 
No. All right. So it's not that phenomenal. We got the, st- uh, the stats for the 2020 state of the cigar industry address that we do. Um, we, we, we're having the meatball again coming up. Oh, yeah. With Steve Saka. All these things are coming up. Uh, we got a good setup for the beginning of the year, the whole year. It's going to be fantastic, especially getting people to come face-to-face with us again. Right? Everybody's itching to do we're, something. We're getting lonely. We yeah, are. It's just us. We are. We're getting long-winded is what we're getting. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts here in the Kalanok 50 from Hammer and Sickle. What do you think? It's something very different. I think everybody should try this once at least. It is. It has a I, – I don't like bourbon as a rule. This bourbon actually wasn't bad, but it's still a little more bourbon-y than I would care I'll for. I'll take that as a win. But so, I – And what's the difference between a bourbon and a scotch – Besides the peat that's in the, the scotch? The general flavor notes on bourbon tend to lean more toward the sweet side, and the scotch tends to be more toward the dry side. Ed Sullivan, I think you said earlier bourbon is corn-based. Usually corn-based, which is where the, the sweetness would yeah. come from. Yeah. Uh, I think it pairs better with the Oban than it does the bourbon. I like See, the Oban if peat wasn't in it. For me, the, the bourbon was better then I would have liked the bourbon had I not been smoking this. So this made it better. Okay. See, for me, the Oban was more complimentary to the cigar, where the bourbon was more canceling in the cigar. So therefore, if I did this again, it would be with the Oban. All right. We're we're going to have two more drinks coming up. We got a third one, and then we're going to pick our favorite of the three. And then you get another oh, one of those. A fourth one, and just to take it over the top. You're already we'll do in fifth. the bag. How are we going to pull that off? We're going to do a fifth one on the after show, right? In the after show. Yeah, all right. Oh, well, God. by then you each just drink out of your own bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a straw. Pick a bottle. Won't be the first it. time. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to announce the Cigar of the Year next year, but Cigar Journal has released their top cigars of 2020. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to drink some more and lots more letters in the mailbag. Uh, we're going to be drinking. So we're going to drink. We may even drink during the break. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. 
Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, 
a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are back. Does podcasting and drinking mix? I would say no, because I don't want to even do the rest of the show. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Jim says we need to pick up the pace. That yeah. Drunk Dave is his absolute favorite. Huh. Ah, I'm so relaxed. I, don't, I could care less. I don't want to work anymore. He just but- said in the break that he needs to do this. And by this, he means have a drink at night when he gets home so he can just relax. It is relaxing. Let my grandfather rest in peace. He did it every night at 4 o'clock, and he lived till he was 98. Yeah. And he was blind from his late 50s. It's relaxing, but I I feel like I wouldn't get anything done. Who cares? You're at home. You already got it done. 7 o'clock at night when you're away from work, you got to leave work at work. Yeah, I don't do that. Andy Sanchez is calling for the coin story. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Let me tell you. I think of that. (laughs) All right, so we'll put that cigar down. We're going to go to the next cigar. Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's second cigar is the Tabacchiero by Hamlet Parades, and it's made in Nicaragua by Rocky Patel. It's part of the Rocky Patel family of cigars, and the size that we're lighting up is a 6x52 Toro, and it features a San Andreas wrapper, a dual binder of Brazilian and Mexican, and fillers from Nicaraguan. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 is $178.99, or 11 and a quarter per single. It's a savings of almost $21, or just a little bit over 10% on the box price at TwoGuysCigars.com. So, so I will say, as somebody studying this audio, all of you are louder than when you start. <laughs> really? Yeah, Isn't I'm, that interesting? And I'm not making an adjustment because people need to know. Ah, that you're getting I'm louder. noticing I'm slurring my words a little bit. And if you're too far a away from bit? brick and mortar retail <laughs> that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You're even more mush mouthy than usual. Well, yeah, I'm ketoing, mm. so you get drunk a lot quicker because there's no carbs in my body. All right, it's time to cut our, cig- our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. You know, so I, I am a... Lightweight. Uh, yeah, I'm a lightweight, but I uh, there's no way I want to fight right now. I want to do the opposite. Like, there's, there's people that drink and then they want to they get juiced up. You're a happy drunk. Yeah, all right. Something tells me this is the time to talk to you about getting a new computer at that work. <laughs> But I'll save that for after the show. Very raisiny, plummy, um, um, figgy. 100% figgy. Figgy. figgy Very pudding. fig-like. Mm-hmm. Figgy pudding. Figgy pudding? <laughs> I never had a figgy pudding. I don't, think that's what that, that, <laughs> I don't think that's what this is. Why not? Is, does figgy pudding have figs in it? Well, of course. Why would it, it be? It wouldn't be called figgy pudding if there's no fig in it. say, of course, because you got like blood pudding and stuff. Does that have real blood in it? 
Yeah. Of course. It does? <laughs> yeah. That's a thing? It's a thing. Doesn't it have like pig's blood or something? Yeah, like I think that? so. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar said, today yeah. with the oh, lotus. And chocolate pudding has chocolate in it. Yeah. Unless it's like jello chocolate pudding. You know what Go Fuck knows? Yourself pudding has in it? Is, is this in a care package? <laughs> yes, it is. So both cigars were in the Both cigars. It was a twofer. Oh, all right. That's exciting. Beautiful wrapper. Very figgy. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Chroma. The Lotus Chroma feature single action. Chroma? Chroma. Chroma. Chroma? Chroma. Chroma. Like chrome, but ah. Or the, the, the on top of. You know, I'm in the middle of a commercial. <laughs> this week doesn't even count. The Lotus Chroma features single action, two jets angled off to the side so you don't get schmuckus in your lighter mechanism. At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch and an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $39.99. That's the Lotus Chroma. Wow. More full-bodied than I thought it was going to be. Yes, but the pairing will change this dramatically. All right. So let's do it. Let's do uh, drink number three. Here's what I don't need. Drink number three. (laughs) So the third beverage that we're going to do it, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice this is the most of what I drink, and it's Flor de Cana rum. And we're going with the age seven year version, which retails for nineteen ninety nine. Its ABV is forty percent, which makes it eighty proof. This one was already open. It yeah, was already open. I, I had a drink on uh, Thanksgiving. Very <laughs> <laughs> had a breakfast yeah. drink. Uh, and it has zero grams of sugar, which makes it extremely keto friendly. And uh, Dave, you'll like this. In eighteen ninety, the story of Flor de Cana began when Alfredo Francesco of Genoa, Italy, found the perfect oh, setting Italian. for Flor de Cana distillery at the base of the San Cristobal volcano, which is the tallest and most active volcano in Nicaragua. The company is now in its fifth generation, which statistically only happens to three out of ten thousand own family-owned That's businesses. It. Yeah. Hmm. Been around family-owned business. Um, In the nose, you got really strong notes of mulling spices, vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Sweet. Very sweet. Smells very sweet. And you said no sugar added. No sugar added. A lot of... Smells like what brown sugar tastes like. Smells very sweet. Smells delicious. I want to pour this on something. Like a turkey? Vanilla ice cream. Almost like a, a sponge cake. (laughs) On a sponge cake. Oh, nice. Yeah, you could just... To make what they call a rum cake? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. So on scotches and bourbon, they add sugars before the distilling process, so it basically evaporates. On rum, they add it after the distilling pa- uh, process, which makes it very sweet, with the exception of Flor de Cana, which adds no sugar. Now, Flor de Cana has lots of num- different ones. There's 7, 12, and 18, and honestly, the 7 is my favorite. Really? And the 18 is my least favorite. And this is 7? This is 7. Seven years. Seven-year age. 12-year age is very close. It's like 1A and 1B, but the 18, to me, is horrific. Much smoother, much milder than everything and, we had before. Or maybe because the, I had- the cheapest of the bunch. It's only 40% alcohol by volume, so you're- Yeah, it's 80 proof, so it's it's, you're, it's the lower. least strongest. It's lower. It's it is like, the least strongest. It's like drinking water. Have another. Is this anything you mix with stuff, or you drink it straight to? So sipping rum. So the seven, you can actually get away with mixing. The 12 and the 18 is, you know, you can mix it if you want, but it's purely a sipping rum. Yeah. You know, Ron Zacapa, Ron Zaya, those are sipping rums. Your mixing rums are your uh, Captain Morgan or your Bacardi's. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you get rum and Coke, it's usually Bacardi and Coke. 
This Hamlet's a good cigar. Leather and licorice on the, the Hamlet. Good cigar. Meaty. Leather, licorice. And you'll notice it's less spicy paired with the rum. Yeah. It changed it. It was way up there in strength. I thought power. And now it calmed it down. It was a calm me down, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's the cigar that calmed you down. It is. All right. So uh, Cigar Journal came out with their top cigars of the year. Usually everybody's come out. This year everybody seems to be a little slow yep. on the uptake. They're all drinking. We're ready. They're we're, all drinking. We're coming out next week. We're yeah. giving the answer. Beating us to the punch. Yeah, was Fishinato's waiting until January 12th. Yeah. What yep. the hell? Can we skip the whole aficionado thing this year? We could do that. I mean, why do we care what they say? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just kind we of... We end up getting beat up over our picks. But listen, it's just... To be honest, it's a pain in the ass, right? I got to go back and see how they rated stuff because I don't read that or look at it to try to speculate as to which they may think is the best. Yeah. And they always get it wrong. Yeah, they get it wrong anyway. So. Have they ever got the right answer? They have. Really? They've got it in the past. Which one? I don't remember. But yeah, I see. But I see if they do good or bad or whatever. Uh, Cigar Journal did okay. Mm-hmm. Did okay. So well, they I'm, have, not, I'm not going to go through the whole but talk. But they have 25. a good tasting panel. They do. Cigar they, Journal, at least four people of yeah, it. I, yeah. I know a handful of the people that are. Do you? They mm-hmm. take it serious. Yep. As we do. Yeah, speak for yourself. Uh, so just mm-hmm. number, I'll just do three, two, one. Number three was the Davidoff Limited Edition Special 53 Perfecto. It's a good cigar. Very good good. cigar. Only problem I'll have with that is... Can't get it anymore. Yeah, it was a limited release, (laughs) which takes it off our thing, so it's not in the running for us, but it was for them. This is a Dominican Puro, wrapper, filler, binder, everything. And uh, I'm going to read you quickly the... um, And it came out in 2020 like it's supposed to. Um, the, the tasting notes, as soon as this Perfecto opens up, it unfolds floral, fruity, slightly bitter, and sweet, Swedish flavor, Swedish, Swedish? Swedish? Like from Sweden? No, or it's like sweet-like. Like flavors. Uh, it rep- <laughs> represents aroma of wood, nuts, leather, and coffee, accompanied by chocolate sweetness, vegetable spice notes, and a gentle salty note. Gentle salty note might be me. Mm-hmm. If I recall, uh, a lot of that sounded like me. Yeah, in that description. Jonathan, speaking of Swedish, Swedish fish, right? But you the, open the bag, you smell the aroma, and that's sort of an atabay. Yes, yeah. little cherryish yeah. Swedish. Yeah. The Swedish fish has a cherry. <laughs> yeah, just a little it. bit. Yeah, is that Sullivan drinking? Because we weren't even talking about. He is not bay. drinking, by the way. He's drinking. Um, he is drinking, but he's drinking Diet Coke. I'm trying to keep you guys on. <laughs> On track. Thanks. <laughs> He's playing on the wheels of steel over there. The number two cigar of the year is the Perdomo Estate Selection Vintage Imperio Sun Grown. This is a Puro also, but a Puro Nicaraguan. Very and good. Very good. It was released in 2019. Uh, it did come in to the tail end of it, so possibly yeah, uh, that could, could fit in with us. Yeah. And 2020 was a disaster, so no, no problems with them adding three extra months to it. Yeah. Uh, from the beginning, this box press cigar developed a pleasant sweet sweetness of vanilla, hints of bourbon, hints of bourbon. Mm. Uh, it uses barrel bourbon barrel age to On begin wrapper, with anyway, yeah. so it should be there. And fine spices of nutmeg, a fruity note of cherries, wood, and nut aromas, as well as chocolate notes and a gentle pepper uh, are also pre- prevalent. 
So that is the Perdomo Estate Selection Vintage. Or it might Sun say Grown. present, but present it does. It does. <laughs> okay. And the number one choice for Cigar Journal magazine was the Placencia Almaforte Robust I. So that was a limited edition <laughs> size or very limited production size that came out with the Robustus. Robustus I. Yeah, it's one. Oh, Robustus one. One. And uh, it's not part of their regular production. Could have gone yeah. either way. I won. <laughs> I just, Whatever. What, how do you look at that? It doesn't have the little thing on the top or the bottom. Yeah, they use, it's what they use, uh, just a straight line, yeah. right? Yeah. Could be a lowercase L while you're at it. But it, 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 I think it is the I, the Roman numeral I, but uh, it's Robustus one. Okay. Uh, it's a Nicaraguan Puro by Placencia. It came out in 2019. They say pepperness and caramel, cinnamon sweet are a good match in this almost black box press cigar. It develops cedary, nutty, and coffee aromas and herbal spice. During the smoke, it becomes more expressive. Expressive. Mm. They have a, Not to be confused with espresso. espresso. They have a really cool uh, cigar called the Sixto, which mm. is box pressed in uh, six sides. Yes. What is that? That's not the octagon. It's a hexagon. Hexagon. Yeah. So it's a hexagon shaped cigar. Yeah. So I saw that came out. I didn't see the size. We didn't have that particular size. We did. We got, I think, 12 boxes and they instantly and sold out. One and done. And do you remember if it tasted just like the regular blend? No, it was different because it, uh, it, it was different. It was I. Yeah. Yeah, it tasted like see, I. See, and then I can't. I got a problem when you put something out, and then I can't try the cigar, Ever. and it doesn't do anybody any good. So I did go to a regular Placencia Almaforte, Almaforte, which is a great cigar. Great cigar. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, not the same. It was really good, and and deserves to be in the running or whatever. But you you pick something that is unavailable. So the winner is Perdomo, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's it. You it's can't get the, the other one. one you can so try the one you can smoke. Yeah. All right, it's Perdomo. time for so congratulations the to both of them. Henry Clay best email of the week brought to you by Henry Clay Cigars, and this week's prize is a flask, a bottle opener, and a torch lighter. Wood grain. Well, it does have a nice wood grain, and it has a uh, pop out bullet punch. That's wood grain. All plastic. for the low price of free by just winning the best email of the week contest. And our first submission of the week is Scott, who writes a Christmas poem. Nice. Twas the night before Christmas, not a sound on the street, just me and Big Barry dreaming of hot female feet. <laughs> Sitting outside where it's colder than hell, having visions of sugar plums and the missing cowbell. Been a bad boy and most likely getting coal. This hot cake is great. And I'm tasting more sm more than smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I like strong cigars. It's kind of my thing, as I have other visions of Mr. J and a Santa elf G-string. Mr. Garofalo can be Santa. He is the cigar master. Ho, 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 my brother, you jolly old bastard. And to what do my wandering eye did appear but Big Barry Stein doing strange things to the reindeer? And to Mr. Ed Sullivan... <laughs> He does the soundboard thing. Merry Christmas, Ed, you cuddly little thing. Ooh. And to the keto Mr. Stein, congrats, you've lost a lot. The problem is you lost most of the weight in the wrong spot. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it was a penis joke. So in closing, I say Merry Christmas to one and to all. I'm heading outside. It's so cold, I can't feel my balls. Happy holidays, brothers. Love you. Now, I would say Jonathan's got a buzz going because he said Santa. He added the R. Ah, <laughs> my Boston accent. Yeah, yeah. Yep. New England was showing. He added the R. Okay, so that's the night before Christmas email. And it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair, Victor Sinclair Cigars. And today, your choice is have your face printed on money yes. versus have a small town named ad in your honor. Face on money. You ever see um, Schitt's, uh, Schitt's, Schitt's Creek? Creek. There yep. you go. I knew Look where you were going. Here. There you go. Thank you for that because I had a couple of cocktails here. <laughs> Uh, Shits Creek that they named it after the family, the shit family shits. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix or one of those things. One of those. It's a lot really of people good. have told me to watch it. I haven't it's watched good. it yet. It's good. I'll uh, take. Uh, I'll take small town. Small town. Yeah, it's you more. I visit every once in a while. More intimate because every time uses people use the money, there's your face over and over and over again. Yeah, but it's usually kept in the back pocket next to somebody's ass, which makes sense that Jonathan wants it. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get more. You're gonna get more play with the money because it's gonna be out there. Yeah, but I want less play, less so I'll go with the town. I'll go with the town too. You guys are all wrong. <laughs> so you, you lose that one again. Printed money loser. Barry just wants another thing that he can casually name drop when he's <laughs> out in public. You know, I used to work for. Yeah, it'd be uh, great if company. we could put Miami Cigar in said and small I have town. a town named after me. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Stein, Indianapolis, in Barry Stein, Indiana, or something like that. Yeah, I like that. Barry, Indiana. Let's put him in California. Barry where Stein. Hey, if Indiana. I could pick the state, it would be Hawaii. Barry Belleville, oh. Indiana. No, your name wouldn't match up at all. All right, we then got a chance would, to catch up to the would, timeline. Would here. there be a lot of reindeer in Barry's town? He does funny things to them. I don't think he's allowed <laughs> within fifty feet of reindeer. You got to drink the rest of your drink. You didn't drink it. Oh Jesus. Remember what happened the last time I shot it? We're, we're going long today, without a doubt. Yeah. Hey, and we have an after show, which <laughs> ought to be disaster. Are we going <laughs> to do a drinking game on the after show? I don't know. Maybe not. I have a friend, John, who actually listens to the show. Every time he says it's one of those things, we usually have a drink. And he says it's one of those things about 50 times a night. <laughs> so what do we have to do in the next... When we return. So when we're going to pick one of these. Yes. Gonna have the next so shot. when we return, we've all pretty much got the flavor profiles of the three liquors. Pick the one that you think would pair best with this cigar. Ah. Mm. And tell us which one you like the best. And why. Mm-hmm. We need yeah. reasons. All right. We'll do that. And uh, we got two letters in the mailbox to get to, in the mailbox to get to, mailbag. Whatever Barry's it is. ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, prize to give away. It's Christmas time. We're drinking. We're smoking. We're celebrating. Merry Dave Christmas, giving everybody. A shit 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I did. I, I don't care anymore because we're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. 
smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding. The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. What's going on? This is Robert Kelly from Medfit, Massachusetts, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. I hope they have me back. I think I swore too much. Comedian Bobby Kelly. He be he doesn't drink anymore though, right? See? No, he doesn't drink. Yeah, so. Can you imagine how much he would curse if oh, he did drink? Oh, my God, he's yeah. that crazy sober. <laughs> I'd like everyone that's watching on the YouTubes and on the Facebooks to pay attention to the fact that it looks like Dave is a robot on the screen. <laughs> Because you're wearing the red shirt and the pillar is red right underneath you. It ah. looks like that's oh, all you. That's all me. Kind of looks like you lost bend, weight. Like Bender. He's skinny. In the bottom half. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the bottom <laughs> half. <laughs> so which alcohol was best and which pairs best with the cigar we're smoking? I'm gonna go last. Oh. I guess I'm going first, because you're not saying anything, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't so crazy I gotta, about any of them, but... I, I'm going to eliminate the rum. That's the one we just had, and I don't think that that was a great pairing. You could make it work by just varying the amount of time between sips and puffs, but I don't want to work that hard. So you're going for the scotch. Can't well, you I'm not, just get to the point? I'm actually not a fan of bourbon, but this bourbon wasn't bad with the Kalanok. It improved mm-hmm. the Kalanok, and the Kalanok improved it. And I already am familiar with Oban, so I'm going to go bourbon because that's outside of my comfort zone. Mm. All right. So seeing Barry's going last, that makes me go second. So I will go bourbon also. Keep that right oh. open. Uh, I think it's going to go best. I think and it's going to go best. Jonathan, don't close that up. Oh. Even though oh. you're following motherfucker. Even though my drink of choice is the Florida Kanye, especially with Nicaraguan cigars. You now want to be like me. I've never done a Nicaraguan cigar with bourbon, so I want to see how it pairs. I agree 100% with Barry. <laughs> no, I don't. Take your clothes off after that shot, Barrett. <laughs> Give Ed Sullivan a thrill no, of his no, life. No, no, Did you just, like, flirt with me or something? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, take, take your clothes off. You need what to dress up as a reindeer. Right, let's hear uh, email number two. I'll turn your nose red. <laughs> All right. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the subject line is what got this guy in hmm. an actual cigar question. Wow. That's unusual. No busting balls, no funny poems, no complaining, but a legitimate question for the cigar authority. Wow, that's good. Hmm. What happened to my favorite cigar wrapper leaf, Connecticut Broadleaf? Good question. Did the demand actually kill the supply? Was it a rare plant disease? Was it the FDA? Was it Mr. Jonathan's ex-wife? You said no complaining. Seems like some cigars have simply disappeared from the market while others are coming out with Pennsylvanian Broadleaf or some other copycat leaf. 
With Dave having seen many trends come and go through the years, is there any hope of this beloved leaf making a triumphant comeback? Love the show, with or without the cowbell, your pal Ron from California. The, the answer is no in Connecticut. I mean, part of what's going on is there. there's a lot fewer places growing yeah. Connecticut broadleaf because the, the land is way more valuable. One word, the, though. One word answer. Backwards. <laughs> Where is all the broadleaf going? Backwards. Backwards is a packaged product uh, in the convenience stores where it's ro- a, tab- a broadleaf wrapper is rolled up on loose tobacco that if you t- turn it upside down, it comes out. And then people stuff marijuana in it and put use that. And what a shame that a great tobacco is used for that. But right. that's where it goes. And they make billions of these backwoods, and we can't get broadleaf anymore because they buy it all. And there's but, less of it than there used to be. And there's less of it. So question. And you, there's been a short supply of backwoods. You couldn't even get mm-hmm. backwoods. It, so it usually takes a few years for the tobacco that's grown to come into play. And we had that hurricane a few years ago that devastated New York with the flooding. It came straight up into New England. Did that affect the crop? Hurricane Sandy? Yeah. Did that affect that crop? Which I, I is why so. five years later, we're seeing a little bit of an issue. I don't think Will so. Will it come I feel like back? Sandy was more like 2010? I thought it was five 11? years ago. So, you know, did weather, did a bad rainy season create a little bit of a shortage? I don't think so. It was, you know, if, if anything, uh, late start this year on getting crop or something that we'll see a few years from now and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as Ed says, uh, some guys gave up their plantations and mm-hmm. sold it off. And mm-hmm. there's a Walmart there and different things there. They're still growing it. That's happening. But talking to the people who buy Broadleaf that I remember five years ago. Them yeah. fighting and saying there's only this little bit left and, the, and everybody fighting for The price for. has become astronomical. Listen, sokka has got his broadleaf cigar out there because he actually bought a bunch <coughs> a lot. then. And everybody's like, well, he bought it. He was smart to end up doing it. That's why he has a broadleaf. Um, HVC has a broadleaf cigar. Um, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher um, for that. So. And manufacturers are doing a lot what uh, scotch manufacturers are doing. They stop putting the name of the amount of years of age on the scotch knowing that it, the minimum age is three years for it to be officially a scotch most companies are getting that youngest scotch to be 12 years old but they're releasing them without the age on them and tobacco is the same thing companies are putting out a cigar and they're calling it the broadleaf they're not saying connecticut broadleaf no. they're not saying pennsylvanian no. broadleaf you just broadleaf. Saying, broadleaf. this is broadleaf and that's all you know. Yeah, look at EPC. They just came out with the pledge with mm-hmm. Massachusetts broadleaf. Right. So my, but that's Connecticut broadleaf. Right, because it's on the Connecticut River, but it's just grown over the borders. But did that farm exist before the shortage? Yeah. Yeah, it just was, I would say it was called Connecticut broadleaf. You know, I, I think the question is uh, where are they going to find to grow Connecticut broadleaf, right? Like, yeah, are they gonna try in Connecticut? Right. right? They, gonna try, they, they are trying. Yeah. They are trying. Honduras and is trying it. Everybody's so, trying. Somebody, no luck. Somebody'll get it. it yeah, it'll happen. Look at Honduran Cameroon with Aladino. Eventually there'll be Nicaraguan broadleaf or Honduran broadleaf. Yeah. If if Aladino was able to do it with Cameroon, 
which is a totally different latitude, longitude. Yeah. It'll happen. With you, you won't see it for the next two years at least mm. because nobody's got it out there right now. I've talked to a lot of people about broadleaf. And, you know, where we make different blends and things like that, broadleaf is off the table. just get it off the table, right? right? We'll uh, stop even talking about Jonathan, it. Jonathan, 2012. 2012, okay. That was 2012. It was the hurricane, so it's eight years, so it's yeah. too big of a window. Yeah. So, uh, good question. There's a question in an email that's actually a good question because it's question I, a question I ask all the time. And it was really the only cigar content of the day. There we go. <laughs> so that's it. But we still have uh, a third one coming up. Reminder, the giveaway next week is the Hammer and Sickle giveaway set. Uh, that is won by you buying three Hammer and Sickle cigars. You get an entry in there, and it ends on Christmas Eve at 3 o'clock. Yeah, a box will get you 10 entries yeah. by Christmas Eve, 3 o'clock, and leave the comment Hammer. That's it. So you buy any three because we want cigars. we want cigar authority listeners to be eligible for the prize, yeah. not just anybody that calls they had up. a so, broadleaf cigar. Hammer and Sickle had one, and they had to discontinue it. Was it the Moscow City? Moscow, Moscow City, City yeah. uh, which is a great cigar, right? But great cigar. Harry, the comment is hammer, not hammered. <laughs> you know what? We'll accept both. <laughs> right, right. If you've been drinking along with us, it, it might end up being hammered. All right. In the last email of the day, which is the one Mr. Jonathan thinks is the best one anyway, we will be the judge of that. Absolutely. The subject line on this was manliness, Southern edition. I'm going to do my best with the accent. Please don't. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I listened to the after show this afternoon driving into work. And right, right back. We yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I do like hearing you, city fellas, talk about manliness. Mister Jonathan's kind of like that uncle that we have down here that always wraps the Christmas presents real pretty, but never wants to go duck hunting or nothing <laughs> on New Year's Day. That dog training feller was all right too for a vegetarian. That was low. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, y'all did a great job. However, since there may be some nuances to Southern manliness that y'all might have overlooked, I thought I would add them. Full body camo in Realtree. Manly. Full body camo. Unless it's, in a pink, re- unless it's pink camo from Realtree, then no. What's Realtree mean? It looks like a Realtree. It's Realtree's, exactly what it Realtree's sounds like. actually a brand. All right. And it was like the rage Just, three years Mike, ago. Mike, are you wearing your boots? Oh, he has real tree boots. So his feet disappear in the woods. Sissy ass dancing outfit, not manly. Correct. Mud tires, manly. Yes, you should have seen Mr. You, you Jonathan. You can't interrupt. They come in pairs. Mr. Jonathan outfit last night. Outfit. Oh, he an had outfit? an outfit last oh, night. Oh boy! And nobody said anything because they were gentlemen. I saw his outfit the day of the Christmas Eve party. Oh, we, this was. We all had a good laugh when Ed pulled up the cameras. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, they come in pairs, so STFU. Mud tires, manly. Mud packs, not manly. Mm. Now you can interrupt. What's a mud pack? You put it on your face and extracts the stuff out of your pores. Uh, Skinning a catfish and deep frying it in lard, manly. Steaming vegetables from Trader Joe's, not manly. Or using lard as a lubricant, not manly. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. I will add that to the list. Gun shows, manly. Celebrity reality shows, not manly. NASCAR 20 years ago, manly. NASCAR now, not even damn close. 
talking shit and having shit talk to you, manly, being offended by everything, not manly, getting your ass whooped for saying or doing something stupid, manly, tweeting a public apology to avoid being canceled, not manly, beer and whiskey, manly, white claw, not manly at all in any part of the country, and most importantly, snorting like a bull, manly, squealing like a pig, not manly. I think that's that lard thing you were talking about. <laughs> there we go. Uh, now, give me some more cowbell. Light them up. Light them up. Light them up. Love you guys. See y'all on MeWe from the front porch. Longtime listener and member of the care package, Tony from North Carolina. That was good. That the, was funny. It was a strong week for the email. Yeah. yeah. All three would have been All winners three, a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Ed Sullivan. I'm going to have to go with number three. I hate to agree with <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jonathan. We all do. Ed, yeah. Sull- Ed Sullivan says he agrees with Mr. Jonathan 100%. All good, but number three for Ed Sullivan. So across the chat rooms, we have a three-way tie, so I'm going to actually vote for myself this time. All right. I like the first email. The first one? Yeah, I thought it was the night lo- before Christmas. I thought it was a lot of effort in there, and it was, it was. Fu- it was funny. You, because he picked up on the fact that you like feet? Is and, that why? And yeah, reindeer. Yeah, that too. And reindeer. I like reindeer a little more than feet. So I liked... Uh, a lot of the effort that went into the night before Christmas, mm-hmm. absolutely. I love the idea to give somebody that asked a cigar question in a cigar <laughs> show. It, give yeah. them a prize. But yeah. number three uh, was great. It had to do with the, with the past show. If he was on the show, he would have added so much to it. He just added so much to it. I'll give it to number three, too. All right. Hey, Dave, this is a good question from uh, Warren Brooks. What cigar are we smoking on this show? Are we smoking a cigar? (laughs) Hey, Warren Brooks, we are smoking the Hamlet uh, uh, Tabacaro Tabacaro from Rocky Patel Cigars. Nice cigar, burning good. Despite all the playing around I'm doing, it's still staying lit, staying good. Hey, Warren Brooks, I sent them a letter, but I'm going to do it publicly. Sorry we went a little too far, but we had a little bit of fun with you. And, you know, we. Warren was the guy. Warren, we didn't go too far. (laughs) I went too far. Sorry, he went too far. And uh, I appreciate you being a listener. He's he's a good guy. And and he's. uh, uh, Is this cigar, the Hamlet we're smoking, is this Broadleaf? It was uh, San Andreas. San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that confuse each other. Yeah, and I yeah. find it funny. They list a wrapper as San Andreas with a dual binder that they list as Brazilian and Mexican. San Andreas. Which is San Andreas. Yeah. yeah. So why not just say the, San Andreas again? The San Andreas presents as a little more minerally and not as sweet, I think. Yeah. The, the sweetness of... <laughs> Connecticut Broadleaf is an awesome tobacco that was looked upon as lousy over the years. We're talking Henry Clay when Henry Clay was rough looking and they all that. They were so good, though. Fantastic flavor cigar. Also, uh, toppers and things like that that, that uh, was all Connecticut-based cigars, mm-hmm. which were machine-made cigars. You used a thick outside wrapper. That and that's the whole thing, it. is you've got to have a thick outside wrapper to be able to go through that machine process. The aroma of Broadleaf, there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it, but this has a little bit of that. Andy Sanders says it reminds him of a Padron, and we all know the rumor behind Padron <laughs> wrappers. It's not mm. a rumor, it's a fact. Well, they list it as Nicaraguan, right. but it has San Andreas tendencies. <laughs> so what, what, what's the what's the filler and binder on this? The f- bind the binder was dual. It was Brazilian and Mexican, and the fillers were Nicaraguan. Hmm. So it's close to a padrone. Hmm. 
here's the problem, and, and I never heard it from, from Rocky or Hamlet that said that, but the old days going to trade shows and stuff is they'd give you a cigar that was blended like a Padron and say, here, it tastes like a Padron. They would say to you, it was the biggest mistake ever that you do it because all you already you had grand thoughts of how the cigar was going to yeah. be, and it never lived up to, to its... Well. Thing. Here is a cigar that's living up to that without without saying it. Right? You know, back in the old days when I worked on the sales floor for a while, people come in and say, "What cigar tastes like a Padron?" And the only answer is a Padron. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mean, if you if you have a problem with spending twelve dollars on an Exclusivo, try the Thousand Series. You're yeah, going to get gonna similar get base notes. It's not as good, but you're also not paying. Right. You're going to pay half the price. There really isn't anything to offer as a substitute. I don't think. So on the after show today, we're talking about complaints. So we've mm-hmm. already got ourselves in trouble when Barry went off on. Uh, so Barry just I, needs I to put I got myself tape. in yeah. trouble. You guys can't take the fall with yeah. me. Oh, I'm not taking the fall Can for you. Can you uh, pour me a little Oban? <laughs> oh, so he, he's going on to number five. Well, I'm going to try it with all three. Oh, of course punches. you do. You. Six, seven, eight. So he's a pro. Don't fault him I still for have being a- thorough. Great, now I'm going to be stuck with Barry all fucking day. <laughs> Can't drive yet. You, you got, you got I'm shooting around. it. Oh, my God. I, I am not shooting it. <clears throat> I was going to go right Smooth. behind him and do it. I say we all do the after show with our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's audio only. He likes it. He likes it. For those not watching, I uh, just high-fived Barry for the first yeah. time ever. Yeah. <laughs> he liked it. I agree 100% with Barry. No, I don't. Oh, my God. So we're going to talk about complaint letters and things like that after because it is the season. But let's uh, get to it. Hey, the, really quick, yeah. the old bond works the best with the Hamlet. Huh. All right. Ha- hands down. <laughs> Oh, this oh is, I'm going to regret cigar, this. This cigar becomes... I'm going to regret it because ultra chocolatey. Today is the, the highest volume retail cigar day of the year. <laughs> it is the Saturday before Christmas. And I'm going to so, be happy. You're going to be happy? Yeah. Not an angry drunk. Dave, okay. you're going to be napping. You'll, you'll find out how it all comes out at the end. So the there's the key, how to make Jonathan less angry. Give him a shot every That's few it. hours. Uh, mm. Tony, by the way, we didn't mention this, but I need you to email me your address. And uh, Barry wants me to email you to let you know you won so that you'll email me. Just email me your address, and we'll send the prize out. And Jonathan will also email you since he just alluded to that. Because if, some people that won the prizes have not gotten contact. I with want us. people to write in and on And now this. they're starting to pile up. And, this is and bullshit. January 1st. And let's gonna, face it. December's a busy month. People are our Christmas shopping. They might be a couple weeks behind. You so. write in an email, and it's good. Like this this guy, Tony, wrote this Southern. He knew it was good. Just listen to the show. And then contact us. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. Drinking, she did some. <laughs> Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. That's why you are dumb. Is that that's fucking new (laughs) (laughs) f word throwing in all right let's get to the classic day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars it's time for this day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in america with prices as low as a dollar fifty this cigar has something for everyone the classic connecticut is light and smooth the classic maduro is bold but never overpowering The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. 
and the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana. That's real treat. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. I give a lot of Mike a lot of shit to Mike because he can take it and he yeah. gives it back to me. But that's a man's man. And look, he's got a real, real tree, tree jacket. And it looks like a real tree. And he has boots that match, and somehow that doesn't make him feminine. I don't know why, because all my shoes match my outfits. That makes me feminine. Because you have an outfit, and he just has his clothes. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying the same thing. No, we're not. No. Is Ed Sullivan our champion? Yeah, why not? I'm going to go with it anyway. Ed Sullivan, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens is published. 6,000 copies. Sold today for the first time ever. What year? 1848. 1848. Isn't it interesting that they waited till late December to put uh, uh, something out like that? Mm. That should have came out he way earlier. He was inspired well, by the holiday. Maybe. No, actually, those are were at the time usually done as serials ah. in newspapers. Okay. So some would go out daily during oh. the season. All righty. What do you got? I'm going to say 1801. 1801, says Mr. Jonathan. And I got 1844. Oh, 1843. Uh, Mr. Loser. Jonathan will get the points. Oh, close. But uh, no cigar. Uh, Mr. Mr. Jonathan wins it. Now, this is the time of year that Mr. <laughs> Jonathan starts caring because next week will be the last one. And is that next week? It'll yeah. be next week if we have it. May, Sometimes we don't even have it. So, so this could be the last could be one. Last. No, nope. we note. don't have it next week. It doesn't count. It Make does. a note to study next week. Mm-hmm. So, Well, clearly I'm already on, on the board here. You're so. on the board, and it's over to you. Yeah, we were both a lot closer than you because you're a loser. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, X-rated film, A Clockwork Orange, based on the book by Anthony Burgess. Starring Malcolm McDowell premieres today. Malcolm McDowell, not Andy McDowell? Correct. Malcolm McDowell. It doesn't matter to me. Clockwork Orange, do you know the movie? Nope. Really? I'm singing in the rain. Great movie. It's an X-rated movie. My my second favorite Kubrick movie. I'm going to say right around the time of Deep Throat here. All right, I'm ready. 1971. 71. 73. 73? I also had 73. 73. Somebody has two points. Mr. Jonathan. Fucking two right. Points. I did. 71. He didn't. How do you know he didn't study? Because he didn't even know what the movie X-rated. was. X-rated. That was the key. So I went as close to Deep Throat as I could. Yeah, but Deep, it's all very deep Throat was 75. Was you it? never heard of the movie. You're going to question a guy <laughs> browser history is <laughs> such? He still watches it annually. Linda Lovelace, a- come annually? on. Annually. Okay, Barry Stein. I have four questions and two pri- tiebreakers, so just so you know. <laughs> two prizes, you almost said. Ron Wood joined the Rolling Stones today. What year? He <laughs> he. 67. 67. 19... 19- 74. 74. 1958. 58. Ed Sullivan gets on the board. 74. It was 75. Uh, I was going to do that. I wasn't even born yet. So, Ed Sullivan, you need two points to tie. I do. Barry is basically out of it, but if you tie, the game continues. So, here it goes. Who's this go to? Uh, Ed Sullivan. Uh, Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. All right. Maurice White. 
was an American singer, musician, songwriter, and record producer. He was the founder, leader, and main songwriter and producer for the band Earth, Wind, and Fire and served as the band's co-lead singer with Philip Bailey. He died in 2016, but he was born today. Mm. Maurice White, born today, Earth, Wind, and Fire. What year? 1947. 47, he says. 1939. I'm just going to play it safe. 51. 51. Mr. Jonathan, point, win, four to one to zero. Mr. Jonathan. So now we have to do next week That's because right. he's going to cry foul. Right. So, yeah. Right. <clears throat> right. Hey. Huh? Dave. You opened your mouth and now you stuffed your foot in it and I, you're stuck. I, I think stand that, by what I said. I, I've got. Cheers, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mer- Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I've Happy Hanukkah. One Happy question Festivus. that I'm guessing Barry's going to know the answer to. Barry, why did Richard Nixon see Deep Throat six times? I, I, I don't know. He wanted to get it down pat. Pat. His That's wife. his wife. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to explain it yeah, to yeah, You knew the answer. All right. I, I should have been paying way more attention to this guy because it deserves to be paid attention to. This is the Rocky Patel Hamlet. And the, the Tabacaro. Tabacaro. And, uh, and uh, Oban brings out the chocolate notes full force. The Oban changes the cigar experience the most of the three liquors. Hear me out on this. You got a turkey. You roast the turkey. The skin is very crispy. And next to the turkey, you have your chocolate fountain. You just take off some of the turkey skin, you swipe it through the chocolate fountain. Not bad. And you eat it. Not bad. Are we finished? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be the year of the so- sound drops. Ed Sullivan is in to win. He's on fire yeah, right now. Yeah. In it to win it. In it to win it. Uh, that's it. We got an after show to do and uh, another drink. Oh, and- God. No more drinking. Yes. More drinking. Come on. Next week, often imitated but never duplicated, the first, the original, the Cigar of the Year will be awarded. We have seven contenders, but only one will win. Who will it be? What do you think? We're going to have it on next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority. And it's quite possible that you've learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.